The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer. The neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. Hello, my name is Precious Rose Dunlap, and this is my mother, Michelle Timlake Roll, founder of Marjorie's Beef Jerky Incorporated. We would at this time like to thank our new customers as well as our repeating customers for your business. For every one million orders that we receive, our company is giving $2 million away to the bottom amongst 400 of our paid customers. You see, that's the way we roll. So come place an order at www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. That's www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. Marjorie's Beef Jerky is the best tasting beef jerky on this planet. Marjorie's Beef Jerky. Yeah, that's right, because that's the way we roll. This is the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Wednesday, August 25th. I'm Donald Ware. It's the hump day edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. We are just three, count them, three days away from the beginning of the HBCU football season. And it has been a journey that has lasted about 20 months since the last time that a lot of the HBCUs, most of them, as a matter of fact, have played football. And so, again, three days away. We have three games, three games on Saturday. Then the bulk of the schedule is going to happen on Labor Day weekend. You have, I believe, in excess of 30 football games that are going to be played on Labor Day weekend. You don't have many conference games. You're going to have a few conference games. Uh, For instance, you look at the Florida A&M and Jackson State matchup. You look at the Texas Southern and Prairie View A&M matchup. Those are the two that immediately come to mind. There may be some SIAC matchups. I don't have the schedule right in front of me. And generally speaking, the CIAA, doesn't start conference play until about the fourth week of the season. It may may be the third week because I looked at a lot of the CIAA schedules this year and a lot of the CIAA schools are playing a nine-game schedule. Three, well, it's still two out of conference and then seven, seven conference games. Generally what the CIAA does, again, two out of conference, then you go, uh, interdivision or in, in, interdivision, intradivision matchups. So a Southern Division team will play a Northern Division team. It counts as a conference game. And then the last four games or five games of the season, the last five games of the season are all within the respective division. And so with that, but a lot of times you'll have CIAA teams CIAA schools that will play each other early on in the season, but those games will not count as conference games. Speaking on conference games and opening week, because we're calling the first week or the first 
we're calling it opening week. Okay, with respect to the first week, if you will, it's not week one, but it's the first week of the HBCU football season. You've got an opening a conference matchup between Kentucky State and Central State. So not only is this an SIAC matchup, but it's also within the division. It is within the division. It's within the Eastern Division. So this is an important game for both uh, Kentucky State and Central State, really both trying to vie for that Eastern Division crown, which for both of these teams is going to be very much uphill because you're looking at Albany State, you're looking at Savannah State, who are very good. I mean, Savannah State is going to be really, really good. And the advantage, I think, that Savannah State, and I don't know, like I'm not sure. I, I was going to say Savannah State has an advantage over the teams in the SIAC because Savannah State played in the spring. However, Savannah State only played two games in the spring, one in which it lost a, a close game. Oh, it escapes me, a, a division, a, a, a really a D2 power and, and, and lost that game. But then they, they played another school and just beat the – it was like 85 to nothing. They just beat the school to death. Two games, um, I don't know. That almost is like a spring game plus one. So I don't know that Savannah State has a decided advantage over any of the schools, any of the other schools in the SIIC. But I would I would venture to say some real football, if you will, uh, because most of the other schools, even though they probably had some uh, scrimmages and such, uh, playing against other opponents, even if it's two games, is better uh, than none. And, and I think we're going to see that when you look at the week one of Labor Day weekend. A lot of teams that, that would not have played, uh, you're going to see probably a, a lot of rust. Uh, I would say probably more on the offensive side of the football, uh, specifically with quarterbacks connecting with receivers in terms of timing, et cetera. We'll see ultimately how it goes. And so Kentucky State and Central State, both in the same boat, hadn't played any football since November of 2019. This is the Columbus Classic. You have two school, uh, two, uh, the two states, Kentucky and Ohio, border each other. And again, important for both of these schools to get off on the right foot uh, in the SIAC and more specifically in the East of the SIAC. So that's that's one of the matchups you're going to have this Saturday. Another matchup, Florida A&M and Edward Waters. It's going to be Edward Waters. Now, Edward Waters had a few games. You remember the game against Jackson State, uh, which Jackson State annihilated Edward Waters. And Jack, I think Edward Waters played a, maybe a, a game more or two. Edward Waters did have a set schedule for the spring, however, I think a couple of the games had gotten canceled, uh, but it's going to be the first game for Edward Waters. I believe it's the first. I don't believe Edward Waters played any of its games in its new stadium, but it's got a new stadium. It, it looks really good. I had a chance to see it virtually. It looks really good. And so uh, in you, you're talking about a Florida Memorial team that did play a full schedule in 2019, its first time playing football in some 60-odd, <clears throat> excuse me, or more years. Going to be a good matchup. I think you look at Edward Waters, 
Edward Waters already accepted as a provisional member of the SIAC. So Edward Waters looking to move from NAIA to the SIAC. And I think this is this should be an interesting uh, football game. Florida Memorial showed that it's really trying to build a program. It's got a lot of support from the community. It's in Miami, right? I mean, that's that. I mean, it's a lot of resources, if you will, in Miami. And so you look at Florida Memorial and what it's trying to do. I think this is great for Florida Memorial. And I think this is going to be a really good matchup between the two who played back in the day, right? So it's been 60-some-odd years since the last time these two teams met. Again, new stadium for the Tigers, so I think you'll see some good support in for this football game. Speaking of teams that had not played since 2019, that's going to be the matchup in the MEAC SWAC Challenge, which is taking place in Atlanta on Saturday between North Carolina Central and Alcorn State. Um, I think this was the best matchup that, in my opinion, that the MEAC SWAC could have come up with just based upon one reason. If I had to look at one reason, excuse me, the reason to me would be because we know North Carolina Central hadn't played since 2019. There was only one SWAC team that hadn't played since 2019, and that was Alcorn State. So if you put, you have North Carolina Central, and you put another SWAC school other than Alcorn State, that's definitely a, a disadvantage. The game's going to be on ESPN2, so you want to have a good matchup. You want to have an equal matchup. If if the football is not so great, particularly in the beginning, because everybody's trying to, it's a timing deal, and you haven't played in so long, and you're trying to get back used to it then it should be and it it should be to the disadvantage for both teams and so I think just from that standpoint it, it, it's it's the right matchup it is the right matchup now if I look at this thing on paper and I look at all that Alcorn State has coming back with Felix Harper he's got his receivers coming back they've got a really good defense et cetera et cetera then, you know, I, I can look at it from that advantage, from that standpoint, but I'm going to tell you what, I think North Carolina Central is going to be good defensively. Um, I think that um, the quarter, I think the quarterback's going to be good. We'll talk more about him when I preview this game uh, during the HBCU Football Daily Podcast uh, on Friday. But just talking about it on the surface um, should should be an interesting game. Interested to, I'm going to watch this game on TV and uh, really interested to see uh, this football game unfold as this will be the first uh, a game again for both schools. Sent, well, for North Carolina Central since November of 2019 and then for Alcorn State since December of 2019. As a matter of fact, Alcorn State playing two games in December, the SWAC championship game, and then ultimately the Celebration Bowl in December of 2019 as well. That's going to wrap it up for today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Tomorrow, we are going to resume the conversations we had with the coaches during our countdown to kickoff on Saturday. So we're going to resume that on tomorrow right here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast podcast. 
we got you covered when it comes to HBCU football Monday through Friday. If you want to know what's going on, check us out at the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Talk with you tomorrow. BoxToRow.com is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the game of the week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of HBCU sports. BoxToRow.com has you covered. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? BoxToRow.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All-American teams and weekly media coaches polls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And BoxToRow.com. Your HBCU sports leader.